some of you might be uncomfortable with this whole podcast. And you know what? I don't think that's such a bad thing. So I encourage you to keep listening. Let's dive in. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And although I am always raw, real, unfiltered, completely honest with you, this is definitely going to be a vulnerable podcast where I'm going to really let it all hang out. And I think by me doing this, it's going to bring up some things in your life and it's also going to be, it's just going to be good for, for you as well. So I don't, I'm definitely not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you, but let's dive in. We're talking about fighting the demons. Now let me back up and give you some context. Um, summer earlier in the summer of 2023, I met Brad Pickett. He's been on this podcast a few times. You guys have seen him and he is a mindset coach and he has done deep, deep spiritual work, deep work into the spirit, the, the, the mind. He's also not as much as I am, but he into the body. Uh, he doesn't do weight loss. I do weight loss with code red, but he is, um, he's very healthy. Uh, he keeps himself in great shape and he does know quite a bit about that area of the threefold shift that we later on created but the body, the mind, and the spirit. So Brad is a mindset coach. He has read probably at this point hundreds of books. He has spent the last 15 years really deep diving into the spirit and into the soul and into the mind. And I definitely have not. So when I met Brad uh, in the summer of 23 and we connected, he helped me deal with uh, some issues that I had with food. And with it, it's not just with the food, of course, it's with your mind. It's always with your mind. <laughs> it's always with your mind. But I had to fix a couple of issues that I had. So ever since I have been doing uh, a lot of mindset work this whole summer of 2023, right now I'm recording this in the fall of 2023, I've spent the summer doing a lot of spiritual work. And it has brought up quite a bit in me that I have had hidden. By the way, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. It might be, it might be a long, it might be short. I don't know. I don't, we'll just see. We'll just see. I'm just going to let it, I'm just going to let it flow and I'm going to see kind of what happens and how it unfolds. I've not really thought about this much. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to see how it, how it unfolds here. So I've been with Brad's help and his trainings and then trainings that we've been doing together and teachings that we've been doing together. I've been really trying to catch up and learn a lot about mindset. And what I've learned is definitely uh, when we later created the shift, we created the shift because the shift is a body, mind, and spirit, all encompassing approach to getting the life that you want and having your dreams come true. And a lot of people want to lose weight because 90, 90, well, 88% of the society in America is overweight and sick. And of course, your your 
body fat is not the problem. Your body fat is the uh, manifestation of a bigger problem. So when I say sick, that's why you're bioaccumulating body fat is because you're sick. So eight, almost nine out of 10 people in this country are sick and fat and they were gaining their weight back as soon as they disconnected from the community. And I've always said that community is the biggest key factor in keeping your weight off. But what I really didn't understand until I met Brad was that there was a big missing component in mindset that I wasn't getting. And I wasn't teaching because I didn't know to teach it because I didn't get it myself. But once I got that missing component, I realized that I finally had control over my food and I finally had control over my appetite and over my actions with regard to food and dealing with anxiety, stress, sadness, not using food to soothe. We don't use food to soothe. Um, but I couldn't couldn't quite put my finger on that until I met Brad and he helped me discover that. And that's why we created this shift. The shift solves that missing component. It does. Fast forward to here about a month ago, about uh, for about a month now, I've really been dealing with a lot of dark areas of my life. Demons. Now, if you come from a deeply religious background and you were in church, you've been raised in church like I have. I don't ever remember. I think my mom, I mean, I've never missed a day at church in my life when I was growing up. My parents had us in church three days a week. I mean, it was Wednesday nights. It was Sunday morning and it was Sunday night. And then, of course, you went to church extra if there was something going on, especially if they needed your help with something. Uh, so my dad was my dad and mom are both ordained ministers. And that's all I've ever known is church and religion and the Bible. And up until I was 40 years old, I thought that God was mad at me. I thought that God was was just this big creature that was this this big man with a stick and a long white beard uh, in, in heaven getting ready to beat me over the head if I did something wrong. I didn't realize that I didn't realize that God's not mad at me. God's not mad at me. I, I was 40 years old and when I really finally got a grasp on that concept that God loves me. And I always knew that he loved me, but I didn't really understand the extent. And I still don't. I'll never understand the extent of God's love. Um, so because of the deep religious background that a lot of you guys have, you might be uncomfortable with the word demon. Uh, I don't know a lot. We've got a lot of different religions that, that listen to rebel weight loss and pod and, and lifestyle podcast, but you, uh, you're in you and your church. You guys might not talk about the dark side. You might not talk about Satan, the devil, demons, dark angels, uh, things like that. You might not talk about that. You might always talk about that. If you're a different kind of religion, uh, like, you know, Baptist or, or Pentecostal where they're like casting out demons right and left and people are shaking on the floor and, and getting slain in the spirit. And, um, you know, demons are manifesting themselves and coming out as frogs and, and turning people inside out. And, and, you know, like it, it depends on where you come from that, how, how comfortable or uncomfortable you're going to be with that. But the reality is, the spiritual realm is even more real than the physical realm. It's hard for us to wrap our heads around that, but it's true. The spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm. I've always known that. Um, you know, if you've ever read Frank Peretti's books, Piercing the Darkness, This Present Darkness, those are great books. And it really puts um, in perspective our human brains can understand how real the spiritual realm is and what prayer does to um, help us fight the dark side, help us fight the devil, demons, 
the dark side, the spirit world. So uh, I'm comfortable with saying demons. I'm comfortable with re referencing the dark, the darkness of the world and of the universe. I'm comfortable with referencing the devil and Satan and, and all the other words for him. Uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with all that. I have no, I just, I believe it. It's just, it's as real as I'm standing here in front of you right now. I, it's just this real. It's as real as you holding your phone. It's as real as you standing in that, in your office. It's just as real. There are, there are angels and demons around us constantly. There's, there's dark, there's light, um, there's energy. Every single thing has energy thoughts, Every single thing that that was it that is in this universe started with the thought. Yeah, I'm I believe it all. I believe it all. And lately, I've been digging deeper into myself, and I have been discovering that there are some very dark places in me. Um, very very dark, and things that are not good. And I know we all have this. The we all have this. But some of us more than others, you know, depending on what you've been through and, and just depending on the work that you've done, the inner work that you've done. And I, I, it's not that I knew about it before, but I swept it and I swept it under the rug. I didn't really know that. I just didn't know it was as big of a problem as it is now. And it's causing me to have a lot of turmoil in, in my life. Now I don't, I'm not an anxious person. I don't deal with anxiety. Um, I think that I had a nurse practitioner one time say that I was ADHD. I am absolutely not ADHD. I'm not ADD. I don't have those issues. I am a driven person. I uh, do accomplish goals. I have accomplished a lot as, as evident from this um, $10 million award behind me. The 10-pound takedown earned $10 million and continued to do so for years uh, as evident of that boxing belt where I've fought in two championship title matches over the course of 15 pro fights in my eight-year-long boxing career. Yes, I am driven. Yes, I have accomplished a lot. Yes, I'll always accomplish a lot. Yes, I did a transformation where I went from completely fat and, and overweight and and had no training to competing in a bodybuilding competition in only seven months. Yes, that's all really great. That becomes from being a driven person comes from being a person who um, strives for excellence. The problem is with that, that I can't sit still. The problem is that, um, or I choose not to. The problem is I don't want to sit with myself that I don't want to sit with the reality of what's inside me. That's ugly. And I didn't want to look at the ugly side of me. And I didn't think that it was a problem because it was not, I wasn't treating others bad. I wasn't being mistreating others. I've always been kind to others. Every single person I've come in contact with, I've been kind of, I'm, well, okay, no, I'm sorry. Let me back that up. That's not, that's not true because I've had to apologize a lot for not, I am kind to people um, unless I just don't know that I'm doing it or unless I do it and it's a mistake and then I have to turn around and apologize for mistreating somebody. But that's just my general makeup is I am a kind person. And so I thought since I wasn't causing harm to somebody else that it wasn't a big deal. But the reality was I was causing harm to myself by not opening that up and dealing with the darkness. And this darkness started to affect my, uh, there were two areas. I'm not going to go into exactly what they were, but I'm, there were two areas of my life that needed immediate attention. Like, like, like ASAP, like today, like right now, like in the next hour kind of a thing. Um, and it was causing me daily pain and daily turmoil, daily torture, daily. 
And I lived like that and I justified it and I dealt with it in a um, surface way. And I just kind of like, ah, ain't no big deal. Well, it was a big deal. And I wasn't, I just wasn't willing to look and I wasn't willing to do the work and I wasn't willing to sit with myself. I wasn't willing to just sit there. So it all finally came out. It all finally came out and it was ugly and it's continuing to be ugly because I'm right in the middle of it right now, fighting the demons uh, and learning how to, okay, so I exposed these dark areas and of course the darkness, the Satan, the dark side, um, the, the evil forces, the nefarious forces, they want to bring you down. They want you to wallow in it. They want you to... They want you to, to continue to stay down. They don't want you to feel to be free and forgiven. They want that shame and guilt to be on you and they want to keep you down because what happens when someone like me rises up and someone like me uh, continues to do the work that I was put on this earth to do? Well, I'm unstoppable at that point. So how do you, how do you hold someone like me down with guilt and shame and unforgiveness and continuing to keep that dark cloud over my head? So as I work through all of this, uh, the dark cloud wants to come back and then I work to get it away and I'm aware of it and I don't and I and I I work to get it away and I work to get out from under that and I work to continue to rise above it. Why am I bringing all this up with you? I guess the first thing, the first reason is I want you to know that I understand what you're going through. I want you to know that I am human and I go through them, too. I don't know why some of you guys think that I don't know what you think about me. Uh, I think that there you have a lot of wrong ideas about me, a lot of wrong ideas, because you see one thing, you might never meet me. This is probably all, maybe this is all you'll ever see of me hearing my voice or seeing me on, on codered.tv. Um, you might, I don't know. I don't know wh where you, where you get your ideas, but the reality is, is I'm more like you than, than not. Sure. I get it. You didn't have a professional athletic career. Sure. I get it. You haven't run, developed and run a, a few multi-million dollar companies. I understand that. But inside, and I get it. I don't have kids and you do. I mean, there are a few differences between you and I. But I think that that what I deal with in my life, the darkness, the anxiety, the sadness, the loneliness, the anger, I think is similar to what you've dealt with with your, I think we we are more similar than we are different. So I, I, despite what you think of me from just what you've picked up over the years of following me with code red and following me on social media, this is the reality. This is the truth. And I do understand what you're going through because I'm going through it too. But going through here is the key thing. <laughs> I'm going through it and I will overcome it and I will move past it and I will be a better person because of it. And I'll probably continue to fight demons. Um, I think we do all of our life. I think we, we, continue to go up and down, up and down, and we just continue to, to um, rise above it. But the second reason I bring this up is using food to deal with your darkness. You can't do that. You can't deal with these demons. You can't fight these demons by trying to use food, sugar, and alcohol. You, you can't. You, you get nowhere with it. Do I get it? More than you know. Yes, of course I do. But you can't 
effectively fight this darkness and root it out of your life if you are binge eating or if you are drinking yourself into a blackout or if you're just drinking every night. Uh, you can't you can't effectively fight these demons. That is not a way to deal with this. That is not a way to move forward through this. Not only is it the wrong approach, but you actually feel crappy when you binge eat and when you eat the wrong foods. You feel a heaviness in your gut. You feel the brain fog come down. You can't, it's harder just to walk. It's harder to get off the floor. It's harder to get dressed. Everything's harder because everything hurts. Your shoulders hurt, your hands hurt, your knees hurt. Everything hurts from the inflammation caused from your for, poor food choices, from the junk food, from the food, sugar, and alcohol, from abusing the food. Um, so I'm telling you right now, that's gonna get you nowhere. You are gonna get nowhere if you are going through something like I'm going through and you eat or drink your troubles away, I remember this back in 2005, six, seven, eight, and nine, I lived in New York city and I was addicted to peanut M&Ms and I eat an entire pound of peanut M&Ms every single night. Why did I do that? Because I had anxiety and I was lonely and I was sad I had a great job. I had a number one rated um, show that was that was playing in over 60 countries all over the world in all different languages. And um, I was the season premiere of MTV at the time. MTV's made. My show was a big hit. Everybody knew who I was for a while while my show played. And I was still sad, lonely. I still had anxiety. I still was just not happy with myself. And so I would soothe. I would eat an entire pound of peanut M&Ms every single night while I laid in bed. And that the, the pressure of that, all those peanut M&Ms in my tummy, the pain of it actually would mask the real pain that I was feeling. It would be so much pain in my stomach and in my body that it would, it would override the pain in my heart that I was feeling, the pain in my soul. And so I looked for ways to cover it up. I looked for ways to just um, to just cover up that pain, to mask the pain, to get a different pain so that I didn't have to deal with the real pain, the real problem. Uh, and so I understand that you're doing that. I used to do it too. But those days are no more. You know a better way. You understand the nature of the trap. You understand that the the nefarious people out there, they want you to stay addicted. They want you to stay dependent on them. They don't want you to be independent free thinkers. Thinkers. They don't want you to do your research and find out what's really going on in this country with this so-called government. They don't want you to find out about, about the different the different lockdowns and the different policies that they force upon us they don't want you to be educated they want they want to take away our meat they want to take away our food system they want to control 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 so of course they want you to be on this type of food addicted to it they generate they generate addiction they they actually manufacture addiction right into the foods because if you get a customer addicted, you got a customer for life. They don't want you thinking on your own. They don't want you growing your own stuff. They don't want you running your own business. They don't want you to be independent in any way, shape, or form. So, of course, there's a pill for every ill. 
Because if a teenager gets on antidepressants or any kind of anti-anxiety drug or any drugs in the, when they're a teenager, that patient is worth $25 million or the, over the course of the life of their life to the drug companies. Talk about a vicious trap. Trap is the best way to put it. They want to keep you trapped, trapped inside this, this body dependent on what they provide. I get it. I get it. I was too. I, I was told that the only way I could heal my IBS was through medication. So I was on medication for IBS, but until I switched my diet, when I switched my diet, I was no longer dependent on the medication. Same thing, guys, you cannot deal with these dark areas of your life. If you are eating and drinking and consuming sugar, if you are eating, if you are abusing, abusing food, sugar, and alcohol, that is not a way to get to the end. And I, I understand I started to fall into that as well. I have fallen into that in the past. You can't, you just, you just can't go down that road. I mean, you're getting, it's hard enough to deal with the demons, just dealing with what's on going on in your heart, your mind, and your soul. And now you're, you're, and so then you add food, sugar, and alcohol abuse on top of that. It's nearly impossible to claw your way out of this. You can do it, but it's so much easier to deal with the darkness when you are eating a good, clean diet that isn't causing inflammation in your body. Brain fog is brain swelling, and your brain swells when you have sugar. It just does. Brain fog is brain swelling. Inflammation in the brain. So you can't think clearly if you're doing this. I remember, I know, I've, I've gone down, like I said, I've gone down this road. I understand the nature of the trap. I understand the the, the pressure to use the food, sugar, and alcohol to deal with the stress and anxiety and fighting the demons. I understand that because as I fight these demons, demons, that's what I'm wanting to do. I'm just wanting to, to order in a pizza or I'm wanting to just eat more volume or because I know that when I eat more volume, it causes so much pain in my stomach that again, I now forget about the pain in my heart and in my head and in my soul. I'm forgetting about it. I don't want to, I just don't want to deal with it. Now I'm hunched over and I am in pain because my stomach is cramping and it's bloated and I, I, I've got brain fog. Uh, my vision's blurry. I'm dizzy because I've eaten too much. The last thing I'm thinking about is opening myself up and dealing with the dark areas of my life. I'll just get, I'll just deal with this big stomach ache I have right now. You know, that's, that's just not, you're just, you're just kicking the can down the road. So I encourage you to take heed, pause, think about what I said, think about exposing, thinking about opening up that, that dark room that Brad and I have talked about in the past and shining the flashlight in there and start thinking about open up that light in that dark room and let's clean it out. But when we do go to clean it out and the, the floodgates start opening up and you lay on the, the, the living room floor like I did yesterday morning and cry for almost 30 minutes straight, you do not want to get up and walk to the cupboard 
and open up, first of all, you shouldn't have this in your house, but open up a package of Oreo cookies and start binging on Oreo cookies. When the floodgates start opening up and the, the tears start flowing and it starts coming out and it will, and your nose is running and there's snot and you are feeling all the feelings, don't stop it from happening by going to abuse food, sugar, and alcohol. Let it come out. Don't stop it. Because by you abusing food, sugar, and alcohol, you're stopping those emotions. You're just masking over it. You're just putting a coat of paint over mildew instead of just cutting that mildew out of the wall and getting a fresh piece of drywall and starting over right. I hope this podcast helped you. I'm going through it myself. I will see you on the other side of this and I will be a much better person because of this. And I'm not going to turn to food, sugar, and alcohol to deal with my problems. That's not a way out. There's no way out. The only way out is to go through this. You can't go around it. You can't go over it. You can't go under it. You have to go through it. But if you go through it with abusing food, sugar, and alcohol, it's going to be 10 times slower. And now you've got a bunch of weight gain and inflammation and all this crap bullet that that you need to detox from. Don't make this process harder. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP Connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.